Yar, you'll never find it over, they said. You just can't seem to find anything anymore. I'm going to show you, dig it up, be treasure. I'm going to find the thing that I'm looking for. Oh, be still, me eyes. Is that? I've got me treasure. I found a roller in the gate podcast, yar. Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and you are now entering Riven, the Shattered Continent. Co-conspirators, please introduce yourselves. Um, hello, I'm Marcos Pissarro, I'm an Alacocra monk from the sanctuary of Okaido, and I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, forge cleric and renowned pottery maker, portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thanks, team. And thank you for joining us. Pull up a chair and join our table for Rolling in the Geek. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. I'm on the wrong page. (laughs) (laughs) I was like... (laughs) That stays in. That's got to stay in. (laughs) All right. From Mouth of Babes. Version version 2.0. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Harkos, after looking through his basket, has a breakdown, but in doing so, meets a new friend. After playing with Cassie, a little girl who came over to comfort him, uh... Oops. That, uh, that sentence did not, did not turn out right. We're gonna, we're gonna do 3.0 here after a short rewrite. Here on WLSR. Oh my boy! Oh boy! You know what? Go ahead, do three point oh. Watch how peanut gallery it isn't. <laughs> I love you, Nick. Mhm. Me too. Remember that in these next uh, like thirty seconds. <laughs> All right. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Harco. Third time. <laughs> Last time on Rolling in the Geek, Harkos fucks off. Uh, <laughs> Good, I can fucking leave. <laughs> oh, God. Alright. Take four. Can <laughs> 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 we get one no, of the see, clickers? Like the, here's, the movie here's clickers? <laughs> Take four. Uh, Rolling in the Geek, episode <laughs> six. Q sound, roll lights, and marker. <laughs> Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Harkos, after looking through his basket, has a small breakdown, but in doing so meets a new friend. After playing with Cassie, a young girl from town who eventually gets called home, he goes to rejoin Trevor. Trevor and Faden make weapons together and bond over their love of their craft. The duo eventually meet back up and then head back to the barracks where they meet Jorik who pays them, and then, after some discussion, directs them to Gueris, the foreperson for the mine. They join her in her office, and, after speaking with her, decide to use their brunch to convince Elian Tinleaf, the mayor of Iron's Edge, and Ansigar, their new definitely good guy friend, to uh, counterattack <laughs> the monsters in the cave. <laughs> 
On their way to the brunch at Elian's Manor, a small earthquake hits the town. And we are at present. So, uh, this small earthquake hits. Uh, it's, it's a little bit of a rumbler. You can feel the shake. You can hear some of the buildings around you shift and settle. Maybe uh, some glass breaks and windows and, and that kind of thing. But it's nothing... It's nothing that's like levels the town, but it's enough to, it's enough to stop you for a second in your tracks and go, oh, it, it's be, it's because you said Ansigar is definitely not a bad guy. Is it? Is yeah, it? I, I'm pretty sure that's why. The world could sense your bullshit and it was piling up too high. <laughs> so it was like, oh, we have to open the gates. We need to clear this. I didn't know that my bowels were in game. Yeah, yeah. there's that. You're welcome. You're welcome all for that vi- that that visual into my private life. Uh, <gasps> so, I uh, th- th- there's some people that kind of rush out of their homes and kind of check the buildings, and you know some people who look a little bit kind of concerned. But uh, it's uh, do they uh, do they look a little shaken up? <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're they're definitely not stirred. <laughs> That's just the way your mother likes it. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, can we get gosh. can we get Sean Connery for a guest spot? Like that would be. Uh, oh, I think that would be, be a epic. milestone. Be epic. Did I hear someone say there's a guest spot? <laughs> I love doing podcasts. <laughs> I like doing internet media. Uh, there's an S at that, uh, at the end of that there, Mr. Connery. Could you, uh... Okay. Hot shingles in my area. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, we're, we're already on track to do, uh, to do an episode 5.2. I... Uh... uh <laughs> so, uh, l- like I said, yeah. there, there's uh, there's some glass that you know, some windows that break, and there's a couple of buildings that kind of shift. Nothing comes down. It's not that strong of a, it's not that strong of an earthquake, uh, but it's enough to to rattle people a little bit. A handful of them come running out of their homes to to kind of see if you know what's going on. I think that people are more nervous than anything. Uh, that they, especially with the attack just happening the night before, that they were kind of worried that another one was coming in. But once, uh, once that initial fear kind of passes, then uh, people start going back about their regular routines. Um, Hakos, maybe you could fly up and take a look around. Trevor, if you if you look over to Harkos, you'll notice that he's hovering. Like the moment the ground started shaking, he immediately lifted off the ground about five <laughs> about five inches. He's like, "Nope, none of this shit." <laughs> so you would notice that, and he'd be, like, oh, "Oh, you mean fly high? Yeah, I could I could fly higher than I currently am. I can't see much from here. Hang on." And then I will I'll fly up, I guess, okay. for Trevor's request. Like how how high up are you wanting to go? Uh, about a seven. I don't know above. Um, like bell tower Five height? Feet. Uh, yeah, let's do bell tower height. That's better okay. than my answer. No, you're welcome. Uh, Thanks. So you go up about bell tower height, which is give or take like 100 feet-ish. Uh, it gives you a, a, a decent look around town. 
Uh, <clears throat> I don't know what's going on. My voice popped. Uh, I didn't know you could do that. Uh, you take a look around town, and everything seems fine. Uh, uh, the description from earlier stays pretty true, that you can see some broken glass and uh, you know people kind of checking around their houses and you know, maybe a stable fell over or something like that, but nothing, nothing harmful. Nothing that's like going to set anything back. Walls intact. The stable is the thing that fell over. Like a, a, like a person's stable, like they had like a stable next to their house for their horses. And it just kind of went. It was very unstable. Stable. Still, still ironic. (laughs) Fuck you, Brad. That was my joke. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bird slave, laugh thief, pathological liar. <laughs> Stay's getting better. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> I'm real. I'm real fucking happy to be here. Okay, I, uh, Harkos will go back down to the ground and tell Trevor, like, "Yep, it's it's still Iron's Edge." I think. <clears throat> Weird enough. That that's now Byron's Edge. Like I, I don't, it, it changed. It's just it's such a I, weird I actually, way. I flew up high enough to where I looked down. I could see it as if it were a map in a movie. And <laughs> the, the eye had actually fallen over, and it is no longer a lowercase eye line to this place, but an actual. It is a B line. <laughs> wow. Okay. It was wow. a long-winded one. They can't all be winners, guys. Nope. Uh, how about from the cave? Is there anything happening over by the cave? Uh, do you ask? Do you ask Harkos, or are you just looking? That I'm direction? I'm I'm asking you because Trevor's going to look that direction. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make an investigation roll. Right. Perform an investigation roll. Aww. Aww. <laughs> oh, hey, that's a twenty on the die. Nice. Uh, no, the, the, you take a look and, uh, it, it has not shifted. There's nothing going on around it. Uh, that, that there's the, the, the greatest thing that's happening is that there's some rocks that kind of fell down around the mountain. Way to waste that one, Trevor. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) My, my first crit. (laughs) Probably my last. (laughs) Don't worry, in about three minutes when Ansigar's sneaking up behind us with a knife, I'll, I'll, be, <laughs> Jesus I'll, be, com- I'll, be, I'll be completely ready for your natural ones. It'll let be awesome. it go. Now, now we're, we're frozen. This to this butter go. our brunch toast, Ken. God, it's not like he has to be a bad guy all the time. Lay off. He is <laughs> a fan of buttering bread. <clears throat> yeah, you're over here fucking putting negative connotations. I just said he was going to butter my bread. Why, why is it bad? Ken, is he a bad guy? No. He's been a swell chap. You're the one making him to seem like this horrible person. I seem to remember every episode so far that he's been introduced. Brad and I, on all the time in game, are like, no, you're totally not a bad guy. Like, that's what we say and how we say it. I feel, I feel C- cave now. entrance looks looks fine. <laughs> there's there's some rocks that were unsettled by the uh, by the the earth done quake thing, uh, but <laughs> nothing else seems to be happening. There's no other activity around the mountain. Okay. Uh, well, if everything looks fine, uh, 
How close to time is it to go speak with the the mayor and the not bad guy? It, it's like time now. Oh, I, 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 at the end of the at the end of, of episode five that we uh, we kind of established, oh. it was like, uh oh, oh yeah, like you had to white rabbit that shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I forgot. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh huh. Yeah. So, oh, we should. We should probably keep moving. I totally forgot the time. Okay. Uh, so you make your way over to the manor. Uh, and like I, I described it before, it's uh, like a large plantation home. Uh, it's all gated off. Uh, there's two guards that are stationed outside of the gate that uh, is currently closed. Uh, the two guards are standing on either side and kind of watching as you approach. Uh, but you don't see any other guards along, like, in the grounds or anything like that. Uh, <clears throat> of all of the areas that are very well maintained, the mayor's house is definitely the pinnacle of that. Uh, like, going as far as there's, like, shrubs that have been planted. The the area around Iron's Edge is very rocky. It's you know, very rocky soil, and uh, you know, it's, it's not farmland. Uh, but he's made it into land that he could like plant trees and bushes uh, and like the bushes are are shaped into like there's some animal shapes and there's like one that's a hammer like a or like a pickaxe I mean uh, that kind of celebrating the uh, core culture of the of the town hmm. uh, but do you uh, do you approach the approach the gate uh, yes yeah, uh, the the two guards they're both holding spears and they do the the cross thing in, in front of the gate and uh, say, uh, uh, "Who who goes there?" Uh, um, uh, I'm gonna take out my letter. <laughs> um, her her cause. Pizarro? <laughs> <laughs> and and you? Uh, <laughs> I I'll just let the letter say it. <laughs> you you Trey you, Moore, you open the out. letter. You open the letter and point it at them. It says nothing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> It spoke to us. Um, Trevor Ironjaw. Oh, yes, you are. You are being expected. Or that—that that was a weird way to say that, wasn't it? Uh, English is not my first language. <laughs> Washington, I'm not gonna talk. And he opens mine. up the gate. <laughs> uh, so the 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 guard opens up the gate for you. Uh, proceed in. Okay. Uh, thank uh, you, kind sir. You you use your action to go inside the gate. Excuse me. And your sneak attack. Ha ha! Uh, I it, hold my action. <laughs> uh, you guys enter, and the uh, the guard immediately after you uh, you cross over the threshold uh, closes the gate back and uh, takes up his original post. Uh, there's nobody there to greet you or anything, but it's a straight walk up to the front door. Uh, onward. Okay. Agreed. Uh, the uh, the the walkway up is uh, again cobblestone, but it's 
the the area around here is some of the only green that you've seen since being in iron's edge and i really wish that i had another een there uh, <laughs> that's what i was just thinking <laughs> the sheen on these things is is magnificent uh the, the sheen the, on the bean can be seen yes Indeed. The rain on the plane falls mainly in Spain. <laughs> uh, but there's very lush grass that is uh, growing along the pathways. Like I said, there's these bushes that have been carved into, you know, like pickaxe shapes in really weird ways. And you tell that they were kind of made to grow that way. Uh, and, and like we, other other weird shapes like that there's like a mine cart and it made out of bushery and you know that like that kind of stuff that you wouldn't really expect a uh, now just to be clear it's bushery it's not a shrubbery it's bushery okay i don't i don't need any fucking god damn it that's what i was trying to fucking avoid we're gonna get sued uh, <laughs> oh no yeah, no yeah, that's no, gonna do because, it because because they're not the knights who say knee anymore they're the knights who say Icky, dicky, dick. Ooh, logo, logo, <laughs> now we're gonna get sued nah nah <laughs> they're, they're gonna they're gonna look at all the lawsuits from the last episode and be like eh, it's pointless you know what if john cleese wants to sue me gladly i'll get his fucking autograph yeah. in court. that's fine <laughs> that's that's a brilliant plan jesus i'm uh, going to be every celebrity by being sued the most times we'll find also, it guinness Book of world records boom we'll find it behind the rabbit <laughs> sit uh, behind the rabbit no more stop stop <laughs> So you uh you walk along the path, you kind of admire the uh the work that's been done here. It it actually uh, you mentioned druid like like he's a druid. It doesn't actually look it looks like it's just very well manicured. Uh oh, you can yeah. see that there are like groundskeepers and stuff that are are you know that they're doing work around here. Uh, you know that they might be trimming trees or uh you know that they're inspecting grassy areas that maybe look a little thinner like it's very well manicured it's it all about presentation hmm. 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 so do you continue up to the door <laughs> yes okay uh you continue up the uh, past the walkway past the shrubs uh and get to the manor proper uh there's a set of stairs that go up to a uh, a large stone front porch uh and there is a uh there's a double door that leads into the home and uh on the front are knockers that are uh oh jesus christ yeah those fucking we're fucking children we both did it at the same goddamn time jesus christ <laughs> Fuck, what is this podcast, man? <laughs> oh. oh, God. That's what because the first thing through my head was, yeah, the knockers are on the front. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Audience, I'm sorry it only took six episodes for us to get comfortable with you. I wish our relationship were something else, but <laughs> this is it. From here on out, <laughs> like, we're, we're us going for it. The facade is gone. It's, it's this the, or worse. The That's curtain it. is down. We are the old man spinning the tubes and making the smoke and mirrors happen. 
You're stuck <laughs> with it, and I'm sorry. Fucking like, hell. There are large door knockers on each door, uh, and it's a, a golden hoop with an iron... Uh, looks look, kind of like a maple leaf that's set into the the center of each of each door knocker. But it, it's made of tin, right? So you could say that they're tin leaves. It, it's kind of the look to it, like it, that's, uh. that's the theme <laughs> that you're going for. But they're they're probably made of iron because tin is not going to hold up. All right, I'm going to walk up to the big maple leaf uh, door boobs and um... Jesus. Uh, so, as when you lift and knock for the first time, that you can, it, it's almost like it's enchanted, that when you knock, that it it almost broadcasts it out. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so, you don't, uh-oh. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, you're, you're allergic to magic. I, I'm allergic to you making boob jokes. Uh, you started them. I did. I... Uh, so the the but it's it's like hitting a doorbell but in knocker form. Oh boy, that's gonna be fun for me later, huh? Awesome. Don't <laughs> don't, don't push it. That's that, that does not feel good. Uh, you're. <laughs> why am I participating? Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, after a few moments, you hear. Uh, uh, like footsteps from inside coming towards the door uh, and a moment later you hear a a loud metallic 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 clunk and uh, the door pulls open not even so much as like a little when it opens it's just a perfectly smooth motion as the door slides open and you see a tall slender half elven butler and he as he's opening the door you can see he's already bowed with his hand with his opposite hand outstretched leading you in or beckoning you in um th- thank you um... uh, he he says nothing he keeps his he keeps his head like and his eyes are just straight down at the floor as he's bowed and pointing you in. Uh, um right. Oh hey, never mind. Thank you twice. It he makes no motion gonna... to do anything, but he holds well, I, the door. Uh, yeah, points. I say that like as I'm passing him, like okay. coming in, obviously. Hey. <clears throat> uh Trevor, do you follow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm also heading in. So, uh, you walk in, and uh, you take a couple of steps in, and you hear the door close behind you. Uh, are you continuing to walk, or do you kind of stop? Probably stop. Yeah, okay. I'm going to stop and take in this room. Okay. Uh, the the foyer here is all marble pillars and granite flooring. Uh, it, it's probably... the your guys's experience this is one of the most fancy ass rooms that you've ever been in i uh, it you know harcos you the the monastery that you came for was like an old kind of beautiful 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and Trevor, you're used to some finer things because of your upbringing, but uh, this is almost like a different level of that. Oh wow! That this is it's it's borderline gaudy. Uh, there's a, it, it, there's two. So the the layout of of this room, uh, there's the main foyer area, and in the center of it, there is a table with a bust of a. Uh, a, a, a seemingly quite pretty elven man uh, staring straight at the door, which is a little disconcerting. The <laughs> eyes, That's not fucking creepy. The, the eyes are empty, just dead eyes staring straight ahead. Uh, and then I think all, I would like to go now. All, all along the walls are paintings of this same person. That is that that the bust in the the center is uh, that the these paintings line the walls in all kinds of different weird things. Like one of them, he's in like overalls and has a pickaxe over his shoulder, and then the one right next to him, it looks like he was like like think like a fox hunter, like that kind of that kind of outfit. Uh, and the next one, he's like a cowboy. Like it's <laughs> it, it it's a lot of. Uh, it's a lot of that kind of thing. It's just him in all kinds of different weird outfits and different sceneries that are around him. Uh, and the the last thing to catch your eye, because it's kind of hidden underneath that there's uh, two sets of stairs that go up and like grand staircase going up to the second floor on either side. And there is a, a large landing up there. And underneath that, there's like an alcove and it is a probably 20 foot tall statue of the same man in made from white marble uh and he looks like a roman emperor uh and he is winking and has a thumb pointed up in one hand and the other one is like on a rapier by his side that's also fun so uh, Harkos is going to lean over to Trevor amidst all of this gawking and uh, just kind of be like, you know, I'm I'm not usually one to, to judge, but do you feel like he's compensating? Because I feel like he's compensating. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I think I would have to agree. Hmm. This is... Should be an interesting lunch. This is uh, very, very beautiful, but quite, are, quite overdone. Are, are you guys gawking pretty hard at like the paintings and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, make a make a, uh, uh, I guess investigation rolls. Perform investigation rolls, please. Thirteen. Okay. I was not as prepared as Trevor. Uh, nineteen. Oh. I uh, so. Trevor. Trevor, you do not see this, but Harkos, you do. Uh, that in each painting, uh, there is there's the same woman, but uh, it, 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 same outfit every time. It's a very uh, beautiful, like Victorian dress. Uh, it's like a black and pink dress. Uh, you can see her in each painting, but she is definitely not the focus of each painting. Uh, but she's like hidden in places 
uh, maybe in the background or, uh, you know, is you... like if there's a building, like she's kind of in the doorway, like j just randomly in all these paintings. She's in every single one. Nick, you did it. You found Carmen San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, if I'm if I'm picking this up, I would I. Uh, Along the same like thought path of saying that the dude's compensating, I, I tell Brad, uh, well, tell Brad, tell Trevor, Brad's back <laughs> at the fucking barracks, getting his ass kicked by the newbies. Um, <laughs> I I lean over and tell Trevor, be like, and what's what's the deal with the the lady? Why is she? she it's almost eerie and creepy. And that dress probably stinks by now. <laughs> um, That's the thought you get from that. <laughs> what? Uh, what lady are you speaking of? And I'm I'm gonna start pointing her out. I'm uh, like, oh. Here and there, and also this one, also this one over here behind the thing, and oh. that one, same dress, still probably stinky, and here and over there as well. Oh, ah, that is a good question. I. Um, Perhaps a wife, girlfriend. You something? didn't see her. Great, wonderful. Uh, the uh, the butler is kind of standing awkwardly next to you, uh, still continuing to be silent, but he just has his uh, you know his his hands behind his back, uh, waiting patiently for you. Well, he didn't talk um, to me last time, so why should I talk to him this time? You, you keep standing there. Um, we, we don't know where to go. So if you want to show us, that would be quite lovely. So he he looks at you, Trevor, and he nods his head at you, and he uh, he he points towards the the he like holds an arm out towards the stairs and then he starts walking towards one of the sets uh like the the right hand set of stairs and starts walking up uh follow him okay uh every once in a while you could see him kind of like just take a peek over his shoulder to make sure that you're still there uh harcos are you following or are you no are i'm you taking the left circuit yeah i'm following okay. does does he does he constantly look over the same shoulder uh well, he's going up the right, and it kind of curves, like so. He keeps on looking on, on, like over his left shoulder because that's the curvature. It makes it easier for him to see you. Some of the kind of hang to his right. <laughs> when I noticed, he's looking over his shoulder. Uh, he, he, it, I don't think that it would really take him much to turn more to see you. So he just <laughs> keeps on doing it that way. I would say it's just every few steps, like he's he's just being very observant. Yeah. Of yep, but he doesn't talk, media. and he's kind of creeping me out. So I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm gonna step a little to my right. <laughs> I'm just Keep. saying, in the haunted mansion with Eddie Murphy, it was the butler. So, <gasps> and it's usually the butler. So the butler's and cigar in disguise. Nah, that's... Wow. Uh, so you get to the top of the stairs and uh, this room is uh, the the upstairs lobby I guess would be I, I don't know the appropriate term for it but uh, it looks like uh, a sitting area the, the downstairs did not have any furniture in it save that one table with the bust it was just there's nothing else there's not even like 
tables with flowers or anything like that. That was the only one. This one, this room seems to be the uh, the the sitting area. Uh, so there's lots of very comfortable looking seats. Uh, there is a wine cabinet that is along one of the walls and uh, like a bar on the other one uh, that you've uh, it looks very well stocked. Uh, there's uh, tables with uh, like glasses that are already set out and uh, like ice buckets that are next to them. It looks prepared for, you know, like a meeting if if one were to come along. Uh, there is no paintings like the weird ones that you saw downstairs that this this upstairs area is just uh, like wallpaper like that that kind of like like fleur-de-lis like those kind of designs yeah, that are gotcha. that are on there uh and there is in the center that of this area towards the back there is a uh small double door and then there's hallways that go either direction off of that uh the butler will walk through this room and take and walk over to the double door and stand next to it with his arms behind his back. Uh, head over to the double door, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. He, as you walk up, he steps in front of the door, and he kind of, Trevor, he, he looks you over, uh, and he reaches forward, and he brushes some dust off of your shoulder. Uh, he straightens out some of your like clothing so that you look well put together excuse he, me sir <clears throat> uh and then he he looks at your hair uh-uh. <laughs> you leave it alone it's right where it needs to be touch it caress it okay he reaches to try to do something with uh, it. he's i i I dodged. <laughs> so he, I'm gonna slap his fucking hand. He he looks taken aback by this, but he still doesn't say anything. He kind of cocks his head quizzically at you. You, it's very rude. So he appears to give up on you, and he looks over at Harkos. Uh, he uh he comes over to you and he he kind of looks you over before Uh, he's before he starts i'm gonna be like i understand after watching trevor that you're probably about to touch me please (laughs) do not take any of my feathers he gets kind of like a confused look on his face uh, and then he looks down at your at your robe, and uh, he kind of like does this weird thing with his mouth, like he's kind of twists his face into thinking, and it's almost like he gets a light bulb, and then he reaches into his like inside of his coat pocket, and he pulls out a little sewing kit and very deftly and quickly threads a needle, and then actually sews up a little tear that you had in part of your robe. You know, sir, if perhaps if you spoke. <laughs> Uh, he, he looks over at you 
Uh, and you can see almost a, a hint of sadness behind his eyes. Uh, and then he finishes up with the robe. Aww. <laughs> there are more bad guys here. Yep, they cut out his tongue. The mayor's a bad guy, too. He's in it with Ansigar. <laughs> uh, but he... he uh, uh, patches up that little that little tear that you had in your robe uh he puts his little sewing kit away and uh he looks at you approvingly and gets a, a small smile on his face and he walks back over to the door uh before before he oh. walks over like a- after having that happen when he gets a small smile on his face harkos is actually going to reach forward with his hand and place it on his shoulder i, I thank you brother randall would be most jealous of your work is quite quick quicker than him he, he gets another kind of confused look on his face when you at the name but uh he he kind of has a, another little another little content smile uh as you as you thank him uh brother brother randall is the most esteemed seamstress in okaido hey you should have known that ken the hell well i did but he didn't <laughs> yeah ken knew but this speechless peasant person did not he's very well dressed he doesn't look to be a peasant <sighs> except he can't afford words ha ouch uh, so he, he walks back over to the door and he places a hand on uh, the right hand door handle there's a lot of hands in that sentence uh, and he looks back at you and nods like almost kind of questioning like you get the sense he's like, like basically asking, "Are you ready?" Uh, As y- will yes. ever be. Yes. Okay. Uh, so he pulls the the door handle and sweeps it uh, out towards him, and uh, with the opposite hand, he gives you a, a motion to walk in. I shall enter. So the weird thing that you would notice is that this door opens and then there is a red velvet curtain that is about five feet in uh, that uh, kind of blocks your your view into the room. That's fun. Onward through okay. the curtain. Gonna, so you through the curtain and into the room. Ah! <laughs> yes. I'm gonna, uh, as, as we're doing this, I'm going to tell Trevor about definitely compensating. <laughs> I I fully agree. Uh so you uh you walk in, he closes the door behind you, and as he closes the door, it's almost like it's tied to a mechanism that as he closes the door, the curtain opens. Uh and you look in on a dining chamber. Uh, I I don't know if that's the right word, but we're going with it. Uh, so there is a excessively long table in here. Looks like there's probably 40 spots for people to sit along the sides and then, uh, you know, a spot at each end of the table. Each one is set with, uh, you know, plates and glasses and silverware and everything. Uh, there are hundreds of wall sconces. Uh, that are lit around the entire room uh, and all of the curtains drawn. So it's almost like way too bright inside this room with with everything that's going on. Uh, and, and 
you notice at the head of the table is a very, very overdressed elven man. Uh, he has long, flowing, golden curls uh, and a purple and gold, I guess, robe that he is wearing. I guess that's the, the closest term. Uh, and as soon as you walk in, he stands and opens his arms and says, Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming to my manor. Oh, I am so glad to see you. Come, 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 take a seat. Uh, and uh, there are servants that like immediately start running over towards you to usher you over to seats. Oh, um, th thank you. Thank you for, for having us. Um, it's greatly appreciated. Uh, as they lead you to, to opposite ends of the table, like opposite sides of the table, uh, directly in the middle. Shouldn't we be a little closer? No, that's, that's I. I think we're quite close enough. It's perfectly fine. Right. Uh, so now that you're you're kind of uh, able to look around the room more as these these servants are ushering you to your seats, I. Uh, you see who you can assume to be Elian, he hasn't introduced himself yet, uh, is sitting at the head of one side of the table. Uh, on the other end of the table is... Uh, you guys actually recognize her. She's the woman in the paintings. Ah. Uh, that she is seated, seated Does she have on the same the, dress? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, if it's not the same dress, it's a very similar style, uh, but it's the same colors. It's black and pink. Uh, and she is seated, seated on the opposite end of the table and directly catty-cornered from Elian is Ansigar, who is also standing, uh, waiting for you to take your seat. Uh, you, you could tell that Ansigar is very, like, he's being very proper and kind of following this. Uh, the woman looks bored. Like she's, I like her. Like she's already mm, yeah. over it. Yeah. I'm... <clears throat> so I, you get ushered over to your seats. Yeah. Uh, and then as soon as you take your seats, uh, the servants rush off and Ansigar and Elian sit down. Uh, and a, a flurry of action comes where you are brought... Uh, like your first course of this brunch, which are uh, lemon pastries. Ooh. Oh, lovely. Oh, hey, sir. <clears throat> how, how do they taste? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like They're pine pretty salt. They're like pretty good. Like pine salt. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're pretty good. They're not awesome, but they're pretty good. Oh, oh um... These are not awesome, but they're pretty good. That, that doesn't. He, We've been thrown Elian out. Stands I'm, up. He, I'm sorry, Elian Trevor. stands up and immediately kills one of the servants. <gasps> no, no, that does not happen. Uh, so he Man, will again speak. We, we'd have had to fight 
<laughs> big bad evil guy right now. That'd been great. Uh, yeah, it's okay. So it, as you get as you are seated and begin and you get served your first course of this brunch, uh, the elven man will pipe up again. Oh, oh, I am I am so 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 sorry. I I did not even introduce myself as you walked in. I was just so excited to see you. Uh, I am Mayor Elian Tinleaf. It is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, and and you also. Uh, I, I, I yes, what, I, what Trevor said. I, I agree as well. I I think so. <laughs> I you uh it, 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 you start getting into the pastries and it alien just <clears throat> devours his like oh, Jesus like he does like does it even like prim and proper like cut it with a fork or you know knife or anything like that to eat in small chunks he just like grabs it and just starts gnawing at it just um and then he he actually kind of realizes that and then kind of backs off a little bit and and actually starts eating nicer after after realizing um forgive me i'm i've been quite rude myself i i now know you and we've met ansagar before but who is this beautiful lady at the other end? Hi. She she actually like kind of like snorts and says, "Hi, I'm uh, I'm Melia." Uh, hello, I I am Trevor. And and this is Harkos, my my friend. Uh, Harkos Pissarro. Sup. Um. Um, it, you could see that Elian looks just aghast at her, at at her introduction. Just oh, and and your your name might be Melia. Did you? Oh, did you not oh, catch it the first I, time. I did. I did miss that. Apparently, <laughs> oopsie. <clears throat> it's too. <sighs> it. Uh, Elian will will kind of quickly pipe up. Uh, yes, uh, Amelia is actually uh, she is my wife. Uh, we've been married for what is it now, dear? Some some seventy five years. And she's like, yeah, something like that. She she seems thrilled. <clears throat> oh, she is. Well, you know the. Life in the manor can be somewhat boring sometimes. You know, uh, she's uh, she is just merely over the top with excitement about having guests, aren't you, dear? And she goes, "Yep." Oh, with you around, I'm not sure how she could be bored. You're quite lively. Well, when I have such great folk around me, I I cannot help but be excited. I mean, I have Ansigar, the blessed champion of Torm, and then I have. Trevor Ironjaw and Harkos Pissarro, the the saviors of Iron's Edge. How could I not be excited? Um, I mean, I, I would oddly say that we're the saviors. Yeah, I'm, we we did a well, little bit, but uh, Ansigar did did the the big things with the lights and the. He uh so Ansigar actually he'll he'll look over at you and he kinda shakes his head. You both are not giving yourselves near enough credit. You 
held off the initial wave of these monsters as they tried to make their way into Iron's Edge. And from my... If, if the rumors hold true, you actually caught one of the scouts as it was trying to find weak points in our defenses. So I think saviors is a apt term for the both of you. Mm, in the wrong place at the right time? Maybe? Mm. That is how most get started. Uh, this is terrible way to start things. I'm very sorry. I understand your adamant, uh, like, I wouldn't say against it, but I under I understand. But, dude, this guy, he's three kobolds in a fucking trench coat, is what he is. <laughs> like, what the fuck? There is no, there is no bit of, uh, there are going to be people crawling out of the woodwork to prove me wrong, but there is no bit of media where the super powerful guy is just like, Everyone's just as good as I, don't you? I'm so humble. Look at my humility. No. Humility? I, I can't. He gets to make up words, Brad. He's a bad I, guy. He can I, do I got you. I'm, I'm okay with it. 100% That's a new dude word. Is, dude is three kobolds in a trench coat. That's why the other oh That's why the other trapezoids listen to him. He's not a parallelogram anymore. I take it so, back. Uh, so, so he's three kobolds in a trench coat with a flashlight because he did the light thing. <laughs> yep. He just—it was a flashlight and a magnifying glass, so it looked bigger than it actually was. Um, this just this makes we were sense. So close. This makes sense. Okay, so uh, it, Ken, Ken's going to one hundred percent be done with our shit here in an episode or two. <laughs> I just uh, every time he makes this guy talk, it makes my skin <laughs> fucking crawl. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Nobody's this nice. <laughs> Nobody's this nice. And Cigar is this nice. Yes, he is. For now, uh, while he breathes. The, the kobolds, uh, see, that's what it is. You're right. It's three kobolds in a trench coat. It's Anne, Se, and Gar. <laughs> uh, so Elian will, will pipe back up. Uh, I, I know that I have heard second and third hand accounts of, of your victory, but I would love for you to regale us with the tale of how you defeated this rash mcgash i i I, is that the the correct name that that you are given uh yes that's that would be what he called himself i'm i mean we we really didn't do much (laughs) um hakos went and rang the bell and i hit him with my no not hakos but rash mcgash i hit him with my hammer a few times and Uh, and trevor uses fire he likes to lie about it. Oh, you, you summon flames. You are, you are a, a magic wielding warrior. Oh, this has this, this I, has stories written all over it. I, <laughs> I'm, I am a a pottery maker. I'm not a he, warrior or he, a, a, he a foofs, ma- he magician. And then bacon comes out the other side. Jesus. <laughs> Nothing like the bacon I'm sure will be at this brunch. I hope. Uh, okay, hold on. Okay, uh, so can you really both perform perception checks for me? Yeah. Hey, what do I got here? That would be a 
21. Damn. Damn. Uh, mine is an eight. <laughs> uh, Trevor, you notice that uh, Melia is very, very intrigued. Like, she is listening to what you're talking about very intently. So this is where I should look down the table and go, Sup. <laughs> Damn it. She... She had she had nods you like the the backwards like sup head nod. I'm, I'm he- glad I'm, I'm glad you caught that because I totally gave her the head nod. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so so she's paying attention intently. Yeah, Th- this is probably the first thing that you've seen that she's actually been interested in. It's because when I said I make pottery, she only heard pot. <laughs> wow, uh, it sure ain't the comb over. <laughs> Might be. Good. Got some hardcore dad bod going on. You know on what, Trevor? Trevor hey. Just just stop like, staring at her iron maple tin leaves, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Trevor's Trevor's pretty pretty toned. He doesn't have dad bod. He's just got a comb over, <laughs> which throws off the whole thing. Yep. Like, uh Elian <laughs> e- will say again, I I I would love to hear the, the story. Who who struck the final blow on, on this rash magash? Harkos um, is going to point with both hand and wing and go, Trevor did. He foofed Trevor. him to death. Wow. You you struck down the a, a cobalt shaman. This is oh tell me. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Um I swung my hammer a few times. And you know, things happened, and the fight was over. It's nothing fancy. Oh, well, I I expected a uh, I expected a grander tale, but I'm sure that you're just being humble. And he looks over at uh, at Ansigar, and he's Ansigar kind of looks at him, and he nods a little bit, and he looks over at the two of you, and give flashes you a, a big smile, and these the both of them performed extraordinarily. You, you weren't even there until the end. Um. If you had not performed ex- extraordinarily, then I don't think that you would be alive to be here. I suppose that's one way to look at it. Mm. it these raids have been happening for some time. That these This is not the first, and I'm sure that it will not be the last. And um, usually, if there is a shaman that comes onto the field, it is there's usually heavier losses than what we suffered last night. He he did mention that they were coming here to take sacrifices. I not for what though. Hmm. I I had this suspicion that they were taking people for sacrifices. Oh, uh, sure. Yes, uh, he looks did. He looks over at Elian and he <laughs> says, I I had not mentioned it to you yet, but uh, I, I had been thinking that it is a possibility that they are trying to do some foul sacrament inside <clears throat> of the mountain. Well, we, uh, we sort of had an idea also. Um, perhaps yes. we take the fight to them in the mountain there's just a quiet that's around the table good talk 
you know, in in the mountain where where they come from, like there's a mine that they dug too deep, and we're gonna we would like to we need to go and stop the creatures inside. And um, they they said that we needed help, so your convenient letter is where we were deciding to seek for help. In the, and Cigar in the will, mountain. will say, I do not think that that is a wise idea, my friends. Oh, I'm fucking sharper. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we... I do not we, wish for you to kill my friends. We, we do not necessarily think it's a wise decision, but a necessary one. I... 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 I I, I would I would love for there to be an attack in the mountain. That would be such a glorious ta- tale to tell. The, the heroes striding into the mountain to face evil head on instead of just waiting in town and, and, and hoping to repel their attacks. So he looks over at Ansigar, who is just shaking his head at, at Elian. Harkos, recalling the um, excessive amount of... Uh bullshit in the Fourier is going to, like, his eyes are going to light up and be like, oh, that's quite something to hear and so, would you maybe be willing to help lead the charge? I mean, you look so noble in your statues and paintings out in the front of your house. It it would surely bolster your troops to have you lead (laughs) us into the mountain. (laughs) Oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, it would not be proper for somebody of my position to to walk out into a battlefield. I, I, uh, I, I, I do not think that that would be a good idea. <laughs> but, but all your, your, your paintings and statues make you look so... Bra- I, I, for one, would be honored to follow someone of your victories in, into a, a battle such as this. To, to save your town, put your life on the line with your men that... There's nothing more noble. Yeah, I I have to agree with with uh, Hakos. I I I I really I, bolster I, I, the I have accomplished I have accomplished so much in my life that I I feel that it is time for others to have the glory. <laughs> Amelia goes, I uh, and and so, he go, go ahead. he gets really offended at that. And he looks over at Ansigar and he says, "I think that it is time for the uh, a new generation of of, of 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 heroes to to lead the charge." And you know, old men like me don't need to be wandering out into battlefields. So, okay, uh, uh, you have how, more hair than I do. I was gonna say, I know, I know they're elves. That, or that half is elven. genetics. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know they're like half elven. How old? No, they, they do. Elian is is full elf. Oh, he's full uh, elf. As is as is Melia. Okay, how old do they look? You have no basis of reference for that. But I'm I'm saying, inhuman. Do they look young if they were human? Like obviously, uh, I don't know yeah. what young for an elf is, but they look like sprightly humans. Uh, yeah. So they're not yeah. like fucking super elderly. They're not all wrinkly and gross. They look no, like no. an adult human. No, but obviously no. Elian, d- despite his like way over the top. Uh, you know, dressings is is 
is fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So, based on uh, these happenings and stuff, when when uh, Melia does the thing from the other end of the table, Harkos is going to turn his gaze and go, well, may- maybe you then would like to assi- I mean, I know you may not have been in the the for- forefront of the paintings, but you also were there for all of Elian's achievements that he wishes to pass on, so maybe you could carry the torch for the... T- I mean, a tin leaf in the fight would surely be something. Elian looks agitated. <laughs> as far as as far as I know, Harkos is full on looking at Melia, so I wouldn't even. I I I, I don't think Harkos would necessarily notice uh, Elian's agitation unless it is voiced. Um, sir, you you look you look upset. I now I don't around. think that you are in any position to presume that you to send my wife onto a battlefield. I I don't I believe. Didn't think I was sending in. I thought it was a question. Same huh. as the question I posed to oh. you only moments ago. You see Ansigar kind of puts his hand on Elian's shoulder and you I believe that there needs to be more discussion of this before there is any uh, assumption that, that anyone would be marching into battle. I, I Again, I don't feel that this would be a good choice for anyone. That to, I, I feel, I fear the losses would be great if we marched into the the mountain and, and tried to counterattack. That you've seen many of the recruits that we have, uh, they they are commoners um, uh, for the most part. They're farmers. They're, to, they're not warriors. We yet. we we didn't say about taking an army with us. Maybe just a small group. You're gonna... Uh, at the, at this point, Harkos is gonna, like, kind of dry heave a pellet. And then... <laughs> and then... And he's gonna... He's gonna man... He's gonna man swallow it back down, so it's gonna be... <coughs> he's gonna... He's gonna take a deep breath, and he's gonna do the Nick thing. He's gonna go... Center... Um, I pardon me if it's not my place to say, but you keep speaking about how unsafe and wrong it would be to march down and fight them, but I I can't help thinking that it's much safer to leave the mine unguarded at night for raiding parties to come in, and I I realize that supposedly you've fixed this, but if we, the... Saviors of Iron's Edge can't take a small group or so to to take the fight to them. What what is a few guards at the mouth of the mine supposed to stop? He, he Ansigar is starting to look a little bit irritated at this. <laughs> well, uh, I I believe that we've covered this already. That this is a learning experience for all of us. This is not. This is not an everyday occurrence that we have monsters that are pouring out from a mountain that we are 
learning. But and but they last have. night was a last night was a bump. And hopefully one that won't be repeated. Did you feel the earthquake today? I I believe that it would be hard to not feel an earthquake. Was that just another bump that we're supposed to ignore? No. Uh, they, they are not uncommon around mountains. Uh, there's been several since I've been here. How How long has... How long have the monsters been coming out of the mountain? The first occurrence was six months ago. In six months, nobody has thought to place gods at the opening? This is the first time that the monsters have actually used the the, the main mine entrance. The other times that it was ambushes within the mine or that they swarmed from above rather than through the mountain gate. Uh, we, we assumed that they were making their own tunnels and assaulting the town directly rather than using the pre-made tunnels that, we, that Iron's Edge has been using for mining. Uh, as I said, this is a learning experience. But the, the fact of it is that there's a giant hole where bad things could potentially come from and no one has guarded it. So I don't see how this could be any worse than that. Especially how, if it's just a few of us. How often did you get the earthquakes before the monsters? Uh, Ansigar would look over at, at Elian because uh, he hasn't been here for long enough to actually answer that question. Mm -hmm. Uh but uh, Elian would uh, kind of picks up the cue. Uh, oh, it, it, it would be, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe a handful a year. Hmm. And have they, have they stayed consistent to normal amounts since the monsters? Well, uh, uh, there might be a slight uptick, but uh, yeah, I, it's hard to think of those things when, uh, you know, you're worried about monsters being... Uh, you know, tunneling their way into town. Yes, tunneling. Possibly beneath the town, disrupting your mountain town that was also tunneling. I... You, you see, you see his eyes get fucking huge as he realizes what you're saying. That <laughs> <laughs> aliens, not not yeah, Yes. Yeah. But oh, I, I'm. So I'm sorry that you've he, not he actually, thought of this. He he actually stands up, uh, and he looks down at Ansigar and he says, "Ansigar, you are the blessed champion of Torm, and I hereby order you to create a small strike party and try to scout into the mountain and find out what these rumblings are and try to push back this monster menace." And he looks over at you, the two of you. Thank you very much for bringing this to my attention, and we will make sure that it is dealt with. And I look forward to hearing what you find down there. And he looks over at Ansigar again and says, These two will definitely be coming with you. And that is where 
we will call it for this evening. Uh, one special note that I want to make is that uh, I want to go ahead and level the two of you up oh! to level two. Hey! hey! All right. We got the levels. Woo! That was for Harkos. That was not for Trevor. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, a big thank you to all of our listeners again for joining us at our table. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, a, an experience getting this all started. Uh, so uh, for, for those of you who are listening and will be listening in the future, uh, Brad, where can these fine oldies and newbies find us? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Rollin the Geek. That's R O L L I N T H E G E E K. Uh, you can also look us up on Podchaser and leave reviews. That'd be great. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, questions, comments, or you just want to talk to an owl, a pothead, and the guy who controls them, you can hashtag us at. Hashtag RitGeek. That's hashtag R-I-T-Geek. Thank you very much, Brad and Nick. That's me. You are... <laughs> that is you. You are the sound cleric. You have oh. gotten to your knees and oh. prayed Whoa. to the sound... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you have fallen to your knees uh-huh. and... Woo and screamed to the heavens (laughs) and the sound gods to give you the clerical powers to rife through all this bullshit that we throw at you every week and turn it into something fantastic. So can you please give us something holy to go out on? He casts Wish on demand. From my penis. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! What? It's like a magic lamp. You just rub it a few times. <laughs> oh, we're going to get a fucking NC-17 rating. Oh, boy. Listen, if if other podcasts can talk about dragon vaginas, I'm pretty sure my <laughs> genie penis is okay. <laughs> I don't think we should call that shit out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so... Well, what fucking what is this episode six that we're in? So, <laughs> being as I'm a cleric, that's a hooty who, and make sure you look to the heavens as on the horizon is episode seven with Harkos yeah. and Trevor, and uh, I don't fucking know. I got I got <laughs> this. I guess uh, sure. Rolling, rolling in the in the geek. This is Riven. This is Riven. This is Riven. We are a podcast for geeks. We're geeks also. We're geeks also. We're geeks also. We play D and D on Fridays because we can. We are shit at rolling dice, but only <laughs> when it counts. This is Riven, Shattered Continent, rolling in the freaking geek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Thank you very much. It's always uh, a pleasure. Thank you, random citizen. I'll just wait till my mates see this. I can't believe I found me rolling the geek podcast. I'm a happy pirate, I am. Oh, hope it you've done it again. Just wait till Massey's hears about this one. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.